Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Now, the Coors Radio Network presents The Roy Green Show with Roy Green, keeping you informed and entertained. Now, here's Roy. Now, you have to be honest with me. The, the number one story for you over the last week has been what? What? No, the, the, the number one interesting story to you has been, yeah, the United States Powerball Lottery. The jackpot of $1.5 billion, billions, a thousand million dollars, folks. $1.5 billion U.S., $2 billion Canadian. And Canadians headed across the border to buy tickets. Wow, see. I was among them. And I tweeted about that at the Roy Green Show and that I was not willing to sell any of my tickets to any of my buddies who, who sent me emails and called imploring me to sell them tickets. Oh, we'll give you five bucks for a ticket. And my response was, and you know what it was. Sure, I'll sell you the ticket for five bucks. And that will be the ticket that beats the 292 million to one odds you get a billion and a half or a proportion thereof if there are other winners, and I'm held left holding five bucks. Don't think so. So I kind of tweeted about that. And then an email arrived to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com accusing me of uh, immoral behavior. That I was compromising the morality of civilization. I'm paraphrasing because I deleted the email can't find it now. But essentially, that was it. And it went on for quite a while. Tearing one strip out of me up one side and one strip out of me the other way down. And so I'm going to, in the next half hour, <laughs> talk to you about that and ask you about it. Because there are people who are really upset. If you buy a lottery ticket, there are people who really, really get upset. I'm not a gambler. I go to casinos... Once every three or four years, I um, might play a little blackjack. If I'm up 150 bucks, I'm out the door. Because when I walked in, I took a look at the building and I said, they don't build those because they lose. So I get a bit, a bit, bit of their coin in my pocket and I'm gone. But I ended up spending more for... This is going to upset some people. I... I ended up spending more on the ticket than I on the tickets than I intended to. Because I forgot the things were two bucks each. I thought they were a dollar. And so I I'll give you the number a little later. But I end up with these tickets in front of me and the and the and the, and the cashier says, that'll be a amount of money, right? And I said, What? I thought it was amount of money. She said, No, it's amount of money. She said, But you can leave the uh, half of them. And we'll sell them to somebody else. <laughs> right. Same scenario as my buddy, right? I leave those tickets there. They sell them to somebody else. That ticket wins. And I hear that at a certain store in a certain town in a certain state where I bought tickets, a ticket, a winning ticket was sold, and I know it's mine. So I bought the whole shooting match. And it cost me a amount of money. I'll tell you what it is a little later. And I won. I won. 
And I beat pretty long odds to win. Yep. I'll tell you how much later. Anyway, so the world was overcome with Powerball mania, and then there's the story of Joel Ifergan. Man, I feel sorry for Mr. Ifergan. I've talked to him in the past. Just leave him potted down for a minute, Wes. Uh, I, uh, I I talked with Mr. Ifergan in the past. He bought a Lotto Max ticket in Quebec on a Friday evening, and you can pot him up now. Joel, it was a Friday evening in 2012, was it not? No, it was a Friday evening. It was May 23rd, 2008. 2008? Yeah, it was a Super 7, yeah. Super 7, so I didn't get the lottery right, I don't get the date right, but I know the story. Yeah, you got the name right. <laughs> I know your name. So so what happens is, uh, you, you tell us in, in language the layperson can understand, because you've been involved with this legally with Lotta Quebec, and you've been shafted out of a legitimate win, in my opinion. What happened, my friend? What took place that night? Well, I, I walked in, and I asked for two tickets, and they came out. One dated uh, May 23rd, 2008, and one dated... Uh, May 30th, 2008. Now, we'll fast forward four years and all the research that I found. During the trial, Lotto Quebec never denied the fact that the request for both tickets was in the system at 8.59.43. Okay, hold on. Joel, Joel, we have to back up so the people understand what happened. You bought two tickets, and the deadline to buy the tickets to be eligible for the draw that night was 9 p.m. That's the deadline that's been established by Lotto Quebec. You buy buy two tickets, and you buy them both before, this is crucial, before the 9 p.m. deadline. Correct. There's no question about that. Yes, and the ticket dated May 23rd had all the winning numbers. I I mean... um, came out at supposedly 8.59.57, and the one with, that was dated May 30th was uh, came out supposedly at 9.00.7 seconds. And okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's what happened, folks. Joel bought two tickets before the 9 p.m. deadline. He bought them both before the 9 p.m. deadline. One of the tickets was for that night. That's what he wanted. The other ticket, because Lotto Quebec takes an additional 10 seconds to process the ticket, even though he bought it, paid for it, uh, everything was done, and, and to his satisfaction, everything was done at the terminal properly. Because Lotto Quebec takes an additional 10 seconds to process the ticket, they didn't get it in under the 9 p.m. wire. It came in a few seconds after 9 p.m., and therefore the ticket was dated for the next lottery draw. That ticket that was dated for the next lottery draw, was the one that had the winning numbers for the draw that night. It was Joel's intention, and he did everything correctly to buy two tickets for that night's draw. It was Lotto Quebec's slow computers, slow processing system, which held up the processing procedure and took him beyond 9 p.m., even though he'd bought them both before 9 p.m. Correct, Joel? Correct. Okay. Quebec disputed that fact that it was in their system by 8.59.43. They never disputed that. No. They, they never challenged that. that. They never challenged that. They just said too bad. Okay, so they, so they agree. 
that you did everything correctly, that you bought the ticket at the right time, the, both of the tickets before 9 p.m., they, they agree that you did that, but they're then saying because their system was slow, because their system delayed registering their ticket, your ticket, because their system took you beyond the 9 p.m. deadline, the ticket, the second ticket that you received that had the winning numbers for that night, 27 million bucks, was the, was the, 27 million was the jackpot. That didn't matter. You were those numbers were for the following draw, not for the draw that night. That's what they decided. That's right. Now I have to, I have to add this: is that Lotto Quebec is the only way that operates in that manner, in that they don't shut down the night of the draw. The other four lottery boards across Canada, throughout the nine other provinces and territories, shut down at 9 p.m. the night of the draw. And what they do is they process everything in their system. Had I bought these tickets anywhere, had the same situation happen anywhere else in Canada, Roy, I would be that much richer. So the the, the, the the jackpot was $27 million. There was another winning ticket, so you would have shared it with the other person, which would have meant you would have $13.7 million. If you'd bought the tickets in Ontario, for example, or you'd bought the tickets out west, this would not have happened to you. You would have had your $13.7 million, or they would have cut you off, but they wouldn't have cut you off because you bought the tickets before the 9 p.m. deadline. Correct, and they would have processed it, and everything would have been hunky-dory. So you go to court. And it, we lost at Quebec Superior Court, we lost at the Quebec Court of Appeals, and we lost at the Supreme Court of Canada. And I honestly, to this day, I am still getting emails from lawyers that I've never met, people that I've never met that can't figure out how I lost, how the judicial system works. There's got to be something wrong because contract law, e-commerce law, consumer protection, everything was thrown under the bus. Everything. You were screwdrivered. I'm back in court. I know you are. And hold on, Joel. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about that. I also want to know when we come back how much uh, the legal costs were for you because I know they were significant and probably in triple digits. So here's Joel Ifrigan. He buys the two tickets. He buys them on time. He buys them inside the deadline the province of Quebec sets, a lot of Quebec sets. And their processing system is slow. And so it's their fault that the tickets are not processed in time to meet the 9 p.m. deadline. They don't dispute even once in court that Joel bought the tickets on time to qualify for that night. They just say, our system was slow, we didn't get it done in time, and so we assigned the ticket for the following draw. It doesn't matter Mr. Ifrigan had all the winning numbers for that night. It doesn't matter that he did everything on time. It doesn't matter. We're not giving him the money. And two courts in Quebec said, yeah, okay, you're right. And then the Supreme Court of Canada said, we're not even going to bother hearing the case. Pretty nice, huh? Pretty nice. My number is 888 Joel's going to stay on the line for just a little bit. Do you think, I want to ask you, I want to make you a judge. Do you think that Joel Ifrigan, because this could happen to you if you buy a ticket in Quebec. It's still that way. Um, do you think that he got screwed driver out of $13.7 million? Do you think he got screwed by the justice system and by Lotto Quebec out of $13.7 million. Imagine what you would do, how you would feel. 
888 888-225-8255. 888-225-8255. If you're in the Toronto area, 416-870-6400. Did Joel Ifrigan get worked over by not getting his $13.7 million Lotto Max, um, or whatever the lottery was, uh, $13.7 million jackpot? 888-225-8255. We're coming right back. Informative and entertaining. This is the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Like us on Facebook, the Roy Green Show page. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com and Twitter at the Roy Green Show. Put yourself in Joel Ivergan's place. You go in before 9 o'clock the deadline, you buy two tickets for that night's draw, and the system of Lotto Quebec, the system that administers it, says, well, we're a little slow. <laughs> we're a little slow. We know that you bought your tickets on time, but we're a little slow. And so your tickets didn't get registered until after the deadline. Which means that your tickets for your numbers for this ticket are for the next draw. Oh, too bad, Mr. Rivergan, that, um, that the numbers match the winning the winning numbers. For the night you actually bought them for, but hey, that's too bad. And two courts, Court Superior, Superior Court, and the Court of Appeals in Quebec both said, bye-bye. And the Supreme Court of Canada wasn't interested either. So, Joel, uh, you said before the the break you're still going to court. Yes. What's happening? Well, um, while preparing for uh, the appeal and the Supreme Court, I went through the audio... And I went through the transcripts, and there's one thing that came out is that the VP of uh, Lotto Quebec, their expert witness, the, the VP who's in charge of uh, the inform- information technology at Lotto Quebec, said that we reshuffle our database of quick picks after every three to four draws if the sales warranted. Now, what that means uh, is that. Lotto Quebec does not have random number generation like the other lottery boards in Canada. In other words, if you want a quick pick number each time you go, you have a chance of getting one out of, let's say, the 64 million possible combinations because the combinations are always there. It's random number generation. That's why there are multiple winners across Canada from the same province who have bought quick pick numbers. However, in Quebec, they work out of a database. So the database, after each draw, is not only depleted, but it's not replenished. So once a combination is issued, it's no longer available for quick picks until it is reshuffled. Oh, I see. I see. So, so number one, for example, might not be available for three or four draws. Correct. For quick pick. Okay, so so now I want to get some calls on with you quickly. Uh, There's a class action lawsuit. Where can people find out about this? Get more information. It's, it's for people who buy a lot of Quebec tickets only. Okay. Uh, right now, the class action suit is still pending. It's got to be approved. Okay. But it, the one interesting factor is that the lawyer that is representing me has also um, represented, has won a case, a class action suit, okay. excuse me, 
have settled a class action suit against Lotto Quebec regarding compulsive gambling in the uh, okay. tournament. Okay, Joel, Joel, we have limited time. Where can people find out more about this online? Uh, I, I guess they'd have to look up the Quebec uh, the Quebec uh, Superior Court class action suit and okay. uh, look at it online. We will get more information on that. Let me go to uh, is it Don in Toronto. Put Don on the line for me, please. Don, do you have empathy for Joel and, and, and the loss of $13.7 million, the way it happened? I sure do, Roy. I uh, just want to make a correction. It's Hamilton, not Toronto. All right. There was nothing there. I took a shot at it because uh, it came in on the Toronto line. We not we never want to make the mistake between Hamilton and Toronto, man. And it's a pleasure to talk to you again. I haven't talked to you since the HML. Well, I'm coming back. But anyhow, uh, yeah, I think it is a travesty. But the other thing that I was wondering about is whatever happened to the money? Well, what happened, Joel? Did the person who had the the the, the actual winning numbers get everything? Get the full twenty-seven million? Because yeah, you had them, but there was the wrong date. He got the full $27 million because I went and I sued Lotto Quebec, not the Lotto Corporation, but I sued Lotto Quebec itself and said, hey, I don't care if he got the money, you owe me $13.5 million. Yeah. So, so, Don, there were two sets of winning numbers, so the, right. other, the other ticket got everything. Correct. What a shame. Yeah, it is. A, it's more than a shame. It's a it's a, it's a rip off. Don, thank you very much for the call, Joel. How much were your legal expenses? I would say uh, close to three hundred thousand dollars, and uh, wow. now uh, a lot of Quebec is uh, suing me for uh, for uh, another two hundred thousand dollars. Why are they suing you? Because they're deemed uh, they're deemed to have won the court costs. Uh, the, the the Supreme Court of Canada deemed them court costs on top of that. What a bunch of... S- Steve, go ahead in Toronto. Steve, do you feel empathy for, uh, for, for Joel? Steve. Hello, Steve. Bye, bye-bye. Um, don't know. We're having some, uh, some technical issues today, Joel. It's been... Uh, it's been an interesting ride with our software. It's not only Lotto Quebec, only ours is legitimate and theirs is not. So you're being sued by Lotto Quebec for an additional 200000 and your legal expense is $300,000. You're out half a million, and you never got your, your lottery win. No, no, I never did. I, You know what? I, I, my friend, I, I have to... I have faith in the judicial system. Yeah, my friend, I have to stop there because we're out of time. We'll keep an eye on the class action lawsuit. And I'll stay in touch with you. I wanted to get the story out to our listeners again. There's Joel Ifrigan joining us from Montreal. We'll keep you up to date. And when we come back, I'll tell you what happened with that email I received after I bought the Powerball tickets. And you can pass judgment.